Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello, good morning, if it's morning for you, or good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are around the world. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava, and um, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Today, our show is, I think, a fun one. The title is called, but aren't they all? Uh, the title is called, Is Cramming Into Your Skinny Jeans Making You Fatter? And my guest today is Kim Cooper. Hi, Kim. Hi, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Messy Adventures and Living. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Great. <laughs> so, um, so my guest, Kim Cooper, is an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, an author, a magic maker, and the founder of the Anti-Resolution Revolution. You can find out more about Kim at and the revolution at www.beingkimcooper.com. So, where is your stash of skinny clothes? How long are you going to hold on to them as the ideal of what you once were and the fantasy of what you might be that you think is better than the lumpy, frumpy self you think you are now um, is the lumpy frumpy self you think you are now are you using any clothes as motivation to lose weight to judge yourself out of your fat body and back into your skinny one do you hate your fat clothes do you resist shopping in the plus size section how's that all working for you so far and how is it fun how does your body feel when you try to squeeze it into one size smaller than it actually is? What if honoring your body with clothes that fit well, nurturing it with everything that is wonderful, and even surrounding it with beautiful things could be the catalyst for inviting it to change? So this call was inspired by a post that my guest Kim Cooper um posted up on Facebook that I happened to read, and I'm going to, uh, is it okay if I read part of it, um, Kim? Yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> so I, I just kind of like um, summarized it a little bit, and I saw this post, and I thought it was awesome, and, and I really want to read it. So the post goes like this, I found a box of sweaters that I hadn't worn since early pregnancy. As I began, began to try them on, I became more and more discouraged as none of them fit. In fact, they looked worse now than they did when I was pregnant, which was equally discouraging because I had been thinking that once I found this box of sweaters, I would finally have something to wear. Then I went to get in the bathtub and got a glimpse of my body in the mirror and began to judge it quite harshly. It was then that I remembered my decision to stop judging myself into being a better person. Here's what I've decided to do in the meantime. Number one, 
not function from the past. Yes, the sweaters fit me, and yes, they looked quite good on me, but they don't right now, so I'm going to stop trying to cram my body into them. Number two, I'm going to pamper my body instead of beating it up. After I looked in the mirror, I took a nice, long bubble bath, my first in a year. My body was happy, and I was happy too. And number three, I started asking my body what it would like to eat. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because for me, what jumped out when I read that was um, the awareness of how much I've been doing that as well and um, spent years uh, trying, thinking that the way to judge myself out of or into a better thinking that the way into a better body was to judge the body I was in now. And then, um, you know, similar things going on for me after having my my third child, um, hanging onto my pre-pregnancy clothes in the in the hopes and dreaming that I would fit, um, fit back into them and then getting really discouraged when I was actually gaining weight and not losing it. And also what jumped out for me was your, your, that thing about looking in the mirror and, and judging yourself harshly. Um, recently I asked someone, I, I, know, I was like at the store and trying on some clothes and I asked a friend of mine who's also an access facilitator, like, how can I not judge my body when it's right there in the mirror looking fat? <laughs> you know? And so... So can you talk a little bit about what was going on for you with that post? Kim, are you there? Okay. Okay, so um, we are going to just keep going. Kim is going to call back in. So so let's look at this a bit. Um, so how many of you learned that the way to lose weight is or the way to change anything and it's not just about losing weight or changing your body or getting more muscular or getting more fit or anything like that or eating better. Um, how many of you decided or learned or were taught or had around you in your family and your f- circle of friends that the way to change something is to judge the shit out of it and yourself in the hopes that if you see how wrong it is, you'll be motivated to change it. Um, that has been huge for me most of my life um, in a lot of things, not just with body stuff. Um, recently, actually, it's really funny uh, that it, it, it um, showed itself to me and it, show, it made me realize how much I've started to come away from that where my husband, um, my husband's family does this thing where they jokingly poke fun at each other uh, as a, you know, quote-unquote joke you know, with, with air quotes around it. <clears throat> and so he um, said something to me about my body because I, I have actually gained a lot of weight in the few the last few years since my son was born. And and he he said something to me, I totally don't even remember what it was, poking fun at my body. And he actually said, um, he actually said, come on, like I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just trying to get you to see I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get you push you a little bit so that you will eat a little better. And I thought, wow, cool. Yeah, this is still really going on a lot in the world, um, and that's cute because I'm not going to choose it anymore. So, uh, Kim, are you back? 
I'm back. Hey, awesome. <laughs> How does it get any better than this? <laughs> Apparently, my phone did not like being outside in the car overnight in the freezing weather, and is not oh. cold. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully it'll work now. Okay, but cool. um, so I heard. Did you hear? Yeah. You were saying I I cut out a little bit, but um, yeah, and it's interesting what you were just saying about your son because mine had been teasing me after like you look like you're still pregnant, and you know at first it was like right. really hurtful, and I I really let that contribute to me judging myself a lot more. And then I realized, you know, like, he's just kidding around. He doesn't mean anything by it. And it was me that was making it significant. And um, something that I wanted to mention when you first asked if I wanted to talk earlier was, for me, it's this thing about going back to what I was before, like trying to fit back into those clothes, trying to fit back into something that I was. And in the past, I've always considered that a good thing, like, oh, if I can get back into those clothes, that means I'm, you know, kind of, um, I guess, as good as I was before. And the way I'm starting to function now is like, wow, what if it could be even better than it was before? And I don't have to go back to being the same, but can create something entirely new. And so that's the place I'm trying to function from now is I don't have the same body that I had before I was pregnant with two babies, there's a lot of things that have changed for me now. So why am I trying to go back to something that may not really, may not fit in a lot of ways because I'm not the same person. Yeah. And exactly. That's cool. And I mean, how much are we doing that even besides with our bodies trying to be who we were several years ago because we have the point of view that that's the ideal. Um, Yeah. Right. And, and, and so, like, what's your awareness around, like, so the title of the show is, is squeezing into your skinny jeans actually making you fatter? Um, is this <laughs> idea that, um, in, so in access consciousness, and so for anyone who doesn't know, access is a body of work that really looks at, um, using questions to expand your life. And a lot of the work in access is about coming away from judgment and, um, Gary Douglas, who's the founder, talks so much, and it's been so much in my awareness lately too, is that anything that you judge, you cannot change. So if you judge it, it will not change. You need to really come out of judgment and even into a space of gratitude to change it. So, uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, oh, right. So, so we're looking at, is it in, oh, and he also talks a lot about when we look at, when you look in the mirror, whatever you're projecting at your body, so not only when you look at the mirror, but all of your thoughts about your body, um, your body is listening and your body will give you whatever you're projecting at it. Um, so if you're projecting I'm fat at your body, it's like your body is going, oh, we're fat? Oh, look, here, okay, here's some more. Um <laughs> Right? So that's where this, yeah. this title came from. It's like, how much are you actually creating more fatness if if you're judging yourself as fat and trying to squeeze into your jeans still? Yeah, or you look in the mirror and go, oh, these jeans don't fit me anymore. And then your body goes, okay, these jeans don't fit me anymore. <laughs> right? And, and, and the whole thing is really about cutting yourself some slack too and just... Um, like for me, the reason I started the anti-resolution revolution was to be happy with the way things are right now. And that doesn't mean that I'm not still 
um, changing them and choosing things differently, but I'm not waiting until things change to be happy because for a while what I was doing was like, oh, I'll be happy with my body once I get back into these pre-pregnancy clothes. Well, what happens between now and then? Am I just miserable the whole time? And I was tired of feeling like that. So I thought, okay, what can I do to love the skin I'm in right now and still continue to make the changes, but make the changes and the choices from a place of ease and joy and not of judging myself into being a better person because the judgment never works. Then you're still, you know, like in my case, I'm still fatter than I want to be and then I feel bad about myself on top of it. So where's the motivation and the incentive to actually do something better? I just want to crawl in a hole and eat more donuts, you know? <laughs> so, which actually, now that I say that, it's funny because I went to this cup out to work the other day and it was like this gourmet donut place. Oh, <laughs> and I, I walked I saw in the that. door and, and my first um like if I was judging myself into being a better person, I would have been like, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm in a donut place and I can't eat any of these donuts. And instead I walked in and I was like, oh, This looks amazing. I'm gonna have a couple of these and I ate two little donuts and I felt amazing. <laughs> My body was so happy, and it was like we were, it was almost like we were co-conspirators in this little, hey, you know, this looks like a fun thing to do. Let's go and do it. And somebody else might not approve, but I don't care. We're going to eat the donuts anyway. And it it felt awesome. So, again, what are you judging yourself into? What do you think you have to do to lose the weight? And after I did that, I felt so much better about my body, which which sounds completely backwards. But, like, then I actually wanted to get out and move. I wanted to do things differently. I wanted to honor it instead of, like, beating it up and trying to conform it into something else. Yeah, and that's that's even a really good example of this um, cool – it's a tool you can almost use as, like, everything that you're – so everything you resist persists. So if you would be willing – to be or do something, then it becomes a choice. So it's like, instead of resisting the donut, like, you know what, I'm going to actually eat the donut and then and see what that creates. And then next time you might eat it again. And the next time you might eat it again. And then you might get to a point where you're like, you know, this time I'm actually truly choosing not to eat the donut, right? Because if you're coming from a place of reaction or doing something you think you shouldn't do, then it's not true choice. So that's yeah. cool. That you just so you're like, screw that, I'm eating it. And and well, then maybe next and I time think I'll it, do something different. Well, and I think it makes a big difference how I treated myself after I ate the donut. So had I gone into a bunch of judgment of, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I can't believe I did that. Oh, next time I'm not going to do that. Why did I do that? You know, it would have been totally different than like, hey, that was fun and delicious. And that, you know, like I really had a good time doing that. It makes a total <laughs> difference how... Yeah you function after that, after the choice that you make. And if I hadn't felt good about it, I could have just said, wow, like you just said, I think I'll choose something different next time, you know, instead of beating myself up like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah, coming from choice. So we are going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about eating donuts and not judging yourself for it. So you're listening to Messy (laughs) Eating Donuts and Losing Weight. Exactly. I think there's actually a group called something like that somewhere. Um, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on AtoZen.fm. I'm Katrina Fava, and my guest is Kim Cooper. We're talking about is your is cramming into your skinny jeans making you fatter? Join us back in a few minutes. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. 
Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today, I'm joined by Kim Cooper, and we are talking about is cramming into your skinny jeans actually making you fatter? So before we went to break, we were talking about um, eating a donut and not judging yourself for it. And um, we were looking at this idea that if what you resist persists, uh, it would have been really easy to um, look at some donuts and go, oh, I shouldn't do that. Um, I'm trying to lose weight. And um, Kim was just describing how she actually ate the donut. We're talking about how it's really cool when you can function from choice rather than judgment and and shouldn't. Um, And then you know, if you continue to choose, then you have the option of choosing something different next time rather than resisting a choice, which always kind of keeps you locked into that same pattern. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit, we start to talk a little bit about what you, it was what you did after you ate the donut that um, created some change. Do you want to talk about a little bit about that? Yeah, well, it just kind of went back to the whole um, honoring my body and treating it kindly instead of 
you know, beating it up. And I think it also brings up a really important tool that we use in Access that I had no concept of before and even sounded a little foreign to me when I first heard it. And it's um, this, this idea of asking your body what it needs. Like so often we go into the judgment of everything we've heard in the newspaper or what our friends have done or what has worked for somebody else about how to lose weight and what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing and what we should be eating and what we shouldn't be eating. And, um, like, it would be really easy for me to go to the refrigerator and open it up and go, oh, well, I need to eat the lettuce or I need to eat the vegetable or I need to eat the fruit instead of actually standing there and asking my body, okay, body, what do you desire to eat today that will make us feel good, that will help us get us, you know, help get us moving in the right direction? And I had never even thought to work with my body as more of like a partner. It was always me in charge and you will do what I say and if I do the right things, then you will listen. If I do the right th- wrong things, then I've screwed up and you're going to work against me kind of thing. And this whole concept of like working with my body, not following somebody else's judgment of what I should eat and what I shouldn't eat. Because how many people do you know that can eat like hamburgers and Cheetos mm-hmm. and candy bars all day long and never gain weight? right? Every body is different and everybody reacts to each food differently. So why am I trying to make my body conform to what works for somebody else? And it's really kind of a practice of just listening. And the first few times, I know I felt really strange, like standing in front of the refrigerator and going, okay, I'm I'm trying to feel better. I'm trying to lose weight. And body's asking for the chocolate milk. What the heck is going on? (laughs) But Maybe it just needs a sip or two of the chocolate milk. You don't have to drink the whole glass or like a can of Coke or a candy bar. Sometimes our bodies need a little bit of sugar, need a little bit of something that we would judge to be bad or counterintuitive to what we're trying to do. And what would it be like if you worked with your body as a partner instead of against it as like this enemy or something you had to battle into conforming? Absolutely. And um, yeah, Rhonda in the chat room is just saying what, and also what may work now may not work in 10 minutes or 10 days. It's yeah. always changing. So the idea, right. like what's out there in the media and in society as a whole is really so much structure around this is how bodies work. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to eat to lose weight. This is what you need to do to bulk up. And there's not a lot of wiggle room for individual bodies and or, or or different times or whatever, who knows what else is happening with your body. So, yeah, this idea of um, looking at your body as a partner uh, is an, a great a great idea. So what if your your body actually has has consciousness? Um, mm-hmm. you know and and I guess for me as a nurse, when I first heard that, like it was I was like, wow, I have not been acknowledging my body as having its own consciousness. But at the same time, I kind of knew it did because if you think about like, um, you know, when you're sleeping, who beats your heart, right? Who Who's breathing? Who's keeping your kidneys going? Like, you're not cognitively aware of any of these things. Your body really does have its own consciousness. It's creating magic that we're so unaware of. So, yeah, absolutely. You know what I caught um, when you were just talking right now is you said um, that we often say, to our bodies, you will do what I say. And you know what's cool about that is that actually your bodies do do what you say. And they also <laughs> they also do what you may not say out loud, but that you're projecting energetically, right? 
talking about Mm -hmm. the I'm projecting I'm fat. And then your body's like, oh, we're fat? Oh, let me get on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting what Rhonda mentioned about every, you know, things change every 10 minutes. Like I had that even, even not just with, you know, like maybe lettuce is good for me one day and not the next day. But after I had my babies, I lost 40 pounds within the first like four days. And then for a while, and I never changed what I ate from the time I had them until now. And for several months, I was losing, losing, losing. And then all of a sudden, I started gaining, gaining, gaining. (laughs) So, you know, your individual body will change every 10 minutes as well. And what worked for you, you know, one day may not work the next day. And it, it really comes down to just constantly asking questions. Like, I can ask a question today, okay, body, what would you like to eat today? And I might get a salad, and then tomorrow it might not be a salad. Or even tonight at dinner it might not be a salad. So it's not coming to conclusion when you ask the question about what's best for my body, what gets us towards our our target of what we're trying to change. But it's continually being in the question and continually changing as it goes because your body is not the same today as it was yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. And we know even with science, I mean, if you even look at science, science tells us that as well. Your your body is not the same, you know, one day than it is the next or 10 minutes than it is the next as well. So what would you suggest to, to listeners then to, to um, what kinds of questions might you suggest that they can start asking to shift out of judgment of their bodies, especially if, you know, like for me, what's been so big in, in my world is I... I when I look in the mirror, it's like, well, there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to argue with that. Um, mm-hmm. What, what yeah. would you say? So what I do, okay, so let's take that example for to start with. Like when I look in the mirror and I start judging myself um, really harshly, what I try and do is look at what I've accomplished with my body. It's like, yeah, the reason my body looks like this is because I had two babies at the age of 43. And what can I do to change it? What can I do? How can we work together to get the results that would make me feel comfortable? Because, again, it's it's not about, um, you know, we're not saying, oh, you know, live with it the way it is and just be happy the way you are and don't try and change it but it's more about being happy with what is now as you take steps to try and change it so um and for the i don't know if all of your listeners are familiar with access consciousness when we say ask a question the idea is to ask a question and then to not necessarily go actively searching for the answer because the question empowers when we search for an answer a lot of times we come to conclusion we come to a way that we think we should be doing something. So like when I look in the mirror, I could ask, wow, what would it take to change this with ease? What would it take for me to feel comfortable in my body right now? And what steps could I take to get me towards where I'd like to go? Um, With the food, some of the questions are, um, you know, because for me, I think the first step is feeling good about myself. And it's not just physically but emotionally as well and when I look in the mirror and I I don't see the result I'd like to see it impacts me emotionally so one question I would ask is what would it take to feel good about myself right now um what would it take to um well I said to change this with ease 
um, some other things about like the eating. Wow, what would be fun to choose to eat right now? Kind of like the donuts, right? We never mm-hmm. think about fun. We think about, oh, mm-hmm. what can I do to, you know, it's almost like a boot camp kind of thing, isn't it? Like I have to struggle. I have to, you know, how? well, think about the words in this society, struggling with our weight, right? Losing weight. Like none of it seems very light and happy and joyful and easy. <laughs> Right. right. So what would be fun for me to eat today? What would it, what would be fun for my body and I to do today? How could we move that would be fun for us? Like I'm definitely aware that my body has been asking for more movement. So instead of just going to the conclusion of I have to go to the gym, I have to lift weights, I have to run, I have to do this, which most of that stuff I hate, I could start asking things like, wow, what would be a fun way for my body and I to move today? And maybe it's a little bit of yoga. Maybe it's going out for a walk. You know, just ask the question, see what comes up, and then kind of follow that energy and follow that direction. Mm-hmm. And I love that you talk about fun and joy because what if um, fun and joy and gratitude are the catalysts for change and not judgment, as we, most of mm-hmm. us have learned? Um, judgment and gratitude can't coexist. So a really great way to come out of judgment as well is to move into gratitude. And if it's, I would say, you know, if it's hard to find, if it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and and be grateful, you know, just choose something, like look for something that you're grateful for on your body and then just go with that and, and, and slowly increase the amount of gratitude that you have for your body. And it's almost like squishing out, or I almost see it as a, like a squishing out of judgment. It's like infusing gratitude and squishing the judgment out until it's not there. Yeah. 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 So we're going to take another break. Um, you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Katrina Fava, and my guest, Kim Cooper. We're talking about is cramming yourself into your skinny jeans actually making you fatter? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more fun. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. 
The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging in there and joining us again. We are You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and my guest today is Kim Cooper. We're talking about squeezing into your skinny jeans and the possibility that that's actually making you fatter. So as we went to break, we were um, talking about uh, being in a space of gratitude and how gratitude and judgment can exist together. And what was um, the energy of play? And what if the energy of play and fun and joy is actually what truly can create the change? And Rhonda in the chat room was just saying um, something really cool. How much are our bodies dying to play again? Games are so fun and create so much ease. My body is happier at this age and size than she's been in a long time because I'm asking her to show me her way. So, you know, what if you invited your body to play again? When was the last time you played and had fun and and uh, were in the space of joy? And what if that was the, the beginning of having gratitude and the beginning of changing your body? Um, what, I, what also was coming up for me during the break, um, Kim, was... Like I wonder how many people feel like if they embrace, if they throw out their skinny clothes and embrace their fat and go out and buy a bigger size clothing, that that's actually accepting the fact that they're fat and and being okay with it and that that's wrong. Um, but this and this is different. Uh, so. Like I know that embracing embracing the clothes that actually fit you is so much a contribution to your body, but I wonder how much out there in society is is this idea of if you embrace your bigger size, like if you embrace the next size up and you embrace your fat clothes, you're just going to keep getting fatter. <laughs> yeah. What do you think I about think that? Definitely. Well, I think that's definitely the point of view that a lot of people have is like, oh, well, if I if I go bigger, then I'm just going to keep going bigger, and what's the incentive to stop? Right. And so the other thing that I think a lot of people don't ask is actually ask your body what size it desires to be, because not all of us are designed to be a size two. And so many so much of this society is predicated on you have to look like everybody looks in the media and we all try and conform into this image and this body shape that maybe doesn't work for all of us. So um, that's something that I will admit I don't do as often as I would like to. (laughs) But, you know, again, I come to a conclusion of what I want my body to look like. And instead of asking it, well, what would you really be happy looking like? What would make us feel good? Maybe I would feel better because, you know, there's only been one time in my life that 
I went down to a size eight and people were all telling me you look really skinny and and I can't say that my body felt any better then because I was constantly depriving myself. I was constantly focusing on what I couldn't eat and what I couldn't do. And so for me, again, it just all wraps around to the judgment, like what, where would your body be happy? What would your body be happy looking like? What if you bought clothes that fit you where you are now and felt amazing and wonderful and fantastic? In fact, that finally happened to me because I did go out and buy some clothes that fit me now because I got sick of looking in the closet and having nothing that fit and only like these oversized, big, bulky men's sweaters. And I finally went out and bought a couple things that made me feel fabulous. And my whole attitude towards my body changed. And then it almost became fun to want to work with it and play with it and lose weight instead of just looking in the mirror and judging it and not even wanting to think about it. Yeah. And you know, how much fun is it to like ditch your clothes and go out and get a whole new wardrobe too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I I even function from that idea of, well, if I buy the next size up, then yeah. what's to stop me from the next size up? And what's to exactly. stop me from the next size up? You know, and right. I'm moving the wrong direction. Well, what stops you is choice, you know, and you just choose, okay, I can choose to eat this right now. I can choose to exercise or not exercise. I can choose to function from everybody else's judgments, or I can choose something different. And so often I think we forget that we have a choice and and almost start functioning on autopilot or we look for somebody else outside of us to have the answers for us about what we should do with our bodies. We go to a nutritionist or we go to a um, uh, a coach or we go to a, um, I can't think, like a trainer. And that's great. I'm not saying that there's a problem with mm-hmm. that. But if what they're telling you is different from what your body is telling you, then I would highly recommend you go with what your body is telling you. <laughs> Yeah, and that's where the tool Interesting Point of View comes in really super handy. So um, for anyone who doesn't know, Interesting Point of View is a tool from um, Access Consciousness that basically um, allows you to see everything as, nothing is either right or wrong, and everything is just an interesting point of view. And the idea is that when you see something as just an interesting point of view, you can have clarity about what is really going on, what is required, what you would what you would like to create, um, as opposed to if you look at something as right or you look at it as wrong, then you close all the doors to possibility except that one that you've decided is right or that one that you've decided is wrong. So how many interesting points of view about bodies, weight, a shape, size, you know, using judgment as motivation to change or working out is the only way that you can change your body or, you know, depriving yourself of sugar blah, 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 like how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of of those points of view are out there that we're aware of? You know, it's funny because before I came to Access Consciousness, I knew a guy and all he would drink was Diet Coke. And this was in my (laughs) days of um, working with nutritionists and totally judging the crap out of all different kinds of food and the fact that like it was sugar, it was Coke, and it was Diet Coke on top of it. I couldn't believe he was doing that to his body. I didn't have yeah. so much judgment of that. And I tried to talk to him. I'm like, well, well, drink. Why wouldn't you drink water? Why would you drink Diet Coke all the time? Like, and he said, I feel better when I drink Diet Coke. And I thought he was lying. Like, I didn't believe that anybody could actually feel better drinking Diet Coke. And now that I look back on that, I was, I'm like, wow. He was really honoring his body and trusting what was right for him. And even still, as I say it today, I still have a lot of judgments that come up about that. But what would it take for us to honor what we know 
is true for you. And again, this isn't just wishful thinking. It's not wishing like, oh, I'm going to drink Diet Coke all day and, and my body is going to, you know, enjoy this. It's it's actually functioning from what does work for you? What is the best for you and your body? How can you work together? How can you play? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it comes back to just the point of really, really making an effort not to judge it. Yeah. And also the the, the idea that choice creates awareness is, is huge here, or at least it really has been for me because – um, and it goes back to what you're saying with the donuts. Like, um, I remember a while, you know, a couple of years ago, I started saying to my body, okay, look, body, I'm not listening to you. I know I'm not. So can you get louder? And, um, can, you know, I'm willing for you to do whatever it takes or show me in whatever way is required because I know I'm a little bit, you know, stupid in this area and I'm not listening. You need to turn it up. And, and it has. And, um, so I've been allowing myself to choose to eat in a certain way, even when I know that my body is not happy. I've been, mm-hmm. I've, I've chosen to kind of override and and do it anyways, and I've chosen it enough times that I'm finally at a place where I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, I've chosen to not listen to my body enough times now that I'm out of that resistance. Now what can I what would I what would I like to choose? It's not to prove it to our damn selves, you know? It's like oh let me eat the stone. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm gonna eat or it maybe, again. And maybe not even proving like I went through a similar thing where I was having a glass of wine every night and my body clearly did not want it. It wanted water mm. and I felt like crap every morning. And yet every night I would do the same thing and I would choose to have the glass of wine and finally I was like hmm, why do I keep choosing this? <laughs> and same kind of thing. I decided to do something different. So it's not about making yourself wrong. It's just about choosing differently when you realize something isn't working. Mm-hmm. What I love about the tools of access and how they relate to bodies and also um, the body processes, so there are some energetic hands-on body processes within um, access, is that they're really about inviting your body to change. Um mm-hmm rather than imposing change on your body or like judging it into change but it is a different very different energy of inviting your body to a different possibility rather than demanding that it changes because you have a judgment about it and it it really starts with that question i think that you talked about is well, hey body what would you like to look like and then you know asking some more questions so what could we choose that would that would create that or that would that would allow that to show up. Um, I've played with that question a little bit, and sometimes I I don't even ask it. Like sometimes I'm beside someone or someone walks in the elevator, and I can perceive this sense of like my body goes that, you know. And sometimes it's not you know stereotypical looking body, but there's some energy that I know my body is aware of, and it's this energy of like happiness and ease of movement and just something that it's just um with practice you can really recognize when you when you when you see it so i invite people to use that tool for sure because it's it's kind of fun to play with hey body what would you like to look like and then um you know look around at bodies or or when when there's a body near you see um what information your body gives you yeah, that's awesome. I love that idea. And and also what that reminded me of is how often we are around somebody like 
let's say we're standing next to somebody and the person next to us really wants the donut and we think mm-hmm. we really want the donut, so we go eat the donut. <laughs> so again, being aware of that you can also pick up on other people's thoughts and feelings and emotions about food. And if you're in an office and there's a candy dish or something and you find yourself walking over to grab the piece of candy, maybe just ask something like, wow, do I really want this piece of candy or am I eating this for somebody else? And that Mm -hmm. might give you an awareness of, you know, like just really how energetically sensitive your body is and what it's capable of picking up on. Yes, absolutely. Again, that's another tool of, of, of access is who does this really belong to? Is this mine? And how are how much are we aware of what other people's bodies are asking for or other people's cravings or, um, you know, other people's points of views about food? Because like we said, mm-hmm. there's a whole ton of them out there. <laughs> so we're going to take yeah. another break. Um, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. I'm here with my guest, Kim Cooper, talking about um, is cramming into your skinny jeans actually making you fat and how can we change uh, how we be with it. So stay tuned. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava, every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. 
Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Uh, we are with Kim Cooper today about um, coming out of judgment of your body and not squeezing into skinny jeans and embracing, um, honoring and nurturing your body instead. And before we went to break, we had started to talk a little bit about um, how judgment doesn't really change anything. It actually doesn't create change anything at all. And what if the invitation to changing your body or changing anything in your life is actually being in the space of fun and joy and play and gratitude? So um, do you want to talk a little bit more about playing with your body and and having fun? Because I think as adults, we really put that on the back burner. Like how long ago did you put play? I don't know about you, but I put play on the back burner a really long time ago. Oh, yeah, it's time to be serious and and yes. grown up. And, you know. Yeah, but, sounds like you know, fun. Something that Rhonda mentioned earlier really resonated with me. And um, hang on, I want to find it and read it. I keep scrolling. Um, she said, "I like to ask my body to show me what she's capable of and how fast she can change what I'm asking for her to change." And it made me think of like when you function with toddlers or little kids. Do they do what you desire them to do faster if you say, go and do this right now? Like if you want them to pick up your toys, their toys or something. If you go, uh, hey, go and no. pick up these toys right now. <laughs> or do you do something like, hey, let's play a game and see how fast you can pick up these toys. Now, I'm going to start timing you. Ready? On your mark, get set, go. And then suddenly it's fun. And suddenly it's not a chore anymore. It's a game. And how often, like I love this idea of asking how fast your body can change and, and making it like exciting and fun and and like a game instead of darn you, I wish you would change right now. You know, like mm-hmm. what is the energy of what you're asking for? And what if we just played more in all aspects of our life? Not even with change with our body, but just yeah. with everything. Isn't life more fun if you play than if you feel like you have to do something or you're required to do something and what would it take to insert more play just with our bodies like and and that's the other thing I watch my babies and they're just thrilled with every part of their body like there's not an ounce of judgment of themselves you know like they just they're amazed with every single part of their body and what Mm -hmm. would it take for us to step back into a little bit of that too yeah, and what if the per- and what if the whole point of having a body is to play? Like, what yeah. if what if the whole reason that we came to this earth in a body is to experience the joy of embodiment and the joy of play and the joy of fun, rather than what have we made it into? I don't know. Like we've made it into you know get me to work and and um, you know make sure you don't break by the time I'm fifty. Like what have we decided the purpose of having a body is and what if actually the purpose of having a body is actually just to play and enjoy it and enjoy the sensations and and yeah i love that that too it's like hey show me what you got let's see can we do this how about this let me show and then you know how excited and turned on is your body going to be it's great yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what it felt like when I walked into the donut shop that day is, yeah. you know, if I was a kid and I walked into the donut shop, it would be like, oh, I just hit the jackpot. Look at this, you know. And I mean, and is, instead, is it possible that choosing to eat that donut actually was the invitation that your body, you know, oh, absolutely. to change it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> was, there, was there something else you wanted to say there just before we start to finish up? No, I don't think so. It was it was just basically like what if you looked at your body and what you're eating and what you're doing 
through the eyes of a child. Like remember back to when you were five or six years old. And when you start judging yourself or you look in the mirror, this is another one that I do. If I look in the mirror and start judging myself, I can't believe I look like this. You know, what's wrong with me? I think, wow, would I say that to my kids? And if I wouldn't say it to my kids, then I don't say it to me. So that's another way. I know sometimes it's easier for us to say, oh, well, stop judging yourself. And people go, well, how do I do that? You know, I've done it all my life. How do I just stop? And that's what I found is a really good tool to do that is if I wouldn't say it to my kids or I wouldn't say it to somebody else, then I stop saying it to me. And it's not that I don't, like, sometimes the thought will still come up. It's not that the thought doesn't come up at all, but the thought will come up. And then I'll decide to change it instead of buying it or believing it to be true and just say, hey, you know, like, what else can we do here rather than say that about myself? I love that. That's good. I'm going to use that. (laughs) So um, where can we find you, um, Kim, just as we are about to wrap up? Or would you have something? Tell us a little bit quickly what you have going on. Yeah, so um, right now we're playing in the Facebook group called the Anti-Resolution Revolution, and I'm going to have a couple of classes coming up. Um, I already had this idea, and then our conversation has just sparked it again. I'm actually going to do a class about weight and eating and things like that. So you can come play with us over there and watch for the announcement of when the date will be about that. Um, and you can find me on the web at beingkimcooper.com, uh, Facebook, Being Kim Cooper, and you can email me, Kim, at beingkimcooper.com. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I just yeah. uh, wanted to talk a little bit about um, a book signing that I have coming up in Seattle. If anybody's in that area uh, this Friday night at the Marriott, you can um, check it out on my Facebook on my Facebook pages or on my website, patrinafava. Um, so I think it looks like we have another minute. What would you say to people to wrap up um, about getting out of judgment and embracing and nurturing your body? Uh, if what would be one tool that you, if they could take away one tool from this show, what would it be? Yeah, just what would it take to play? What would be fun to do today? What would be fun to create with your body? And how could you work with it instead of against it? And and be yes, and invite it to play. I love that. I'm gonna I'm Yeah, gonna, invitation. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for coming to play on Messy Adventures in Living Kim. <laughs> Had fun having you here. Um and thank you all for listening. Um what would it take to play? with your body today what could you choose please join us again next week uh, right here on Messy Adventures in Living goodbye thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9am Eastern Standard Time 8am Central 7am Mountain and 6am Pacific on A2Zen.fm we'd love to have you join us again Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.